The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And yes, I'm your host, Raider Craig. And yes, I've got the summertime blues, brother. That's right, no football is some bullshit. We're going to try to get through it together, as the Raider Nation does, here on show 240. Raider Nation. I know I'm not the only one jonesing for some football. We all look for football news, checking things out. All the diehards anyway. Well, we all have to do other things in this time of the darkness of the summer. That's right. The time before camp actually starts and we get to have some more news coming out of Raiders training camp. Not until late July will that occur. So we are stuck with badminton barbecues. We're stuck with water skiing. And other summer activities, uh, going to see Eclipse of the Sun and the like. <laughs> That's for you, Randy. Anyway, uh, yeah, there's things to do just for us, but there ain't no damn football. And it's killing me! I know it's killing everybody else, but pretty soon, before you know it, the summer will be over, and we'll be back into another exciting season of Oakland Raiders football. So for today's stories, we're scraping... But we're not scraping hard. There's a lot to be said about our team, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to hit on Raider Take. Stop the timidity. And what that means is don't coddle these mofos that we drafted in the first round. They should play. We'll talk about that. He's got a great article on that. Also, someone wrote some bullshit, which this is. Believe it or not, the Chiefs could take the AFC West. Yeah. That's what I say about that. And that is some funny bullshit. For sure. They've been talking about that for a while, and I'm sick of it. All right, Satele, our new center that we got from Miami. That's right. He's popping off about his new team. He's looking good, feeling proud to be a Raider. So we'll hit on those stories today and the bone line on this show. In the dark times, Raider Nation podcast. That's us. Let's see what's first. All right, we'll take this one, Sean of the Raider take. Yes, he's a great blogger, very cerebral individual, and uh, you'll see that by the way he writes. He's a great blogger. I've been reading his stuff for many years now, and, uh, well, I always keep in touch with him because he has his finger on the pulse of what the Raiders need. So without further ado, let's hit his story. Stop the timidity. What is with all the soft peddling of our first recent draft picks? If you listen to some folks, you'd think that Jamarcus Russell, Darren McFadden, and Darius Hayward Bay are fragile little eggs instead of our first-round draft picks in their athletic prime, for crying out loud. Let's ask some questions here and see what happens. Jamarcus Russell, he needs time, doesn't he? He's had two years. His time is now. How should we use Darren McFadden in the backfield? Let's see. Hmm. How about giving him the freaking ball? A lot. 
Here's another one. Let's not expect too much from Darius Hayward Bay in his first year, okay? Why not? Why shouldn't we expect things? I mean, really, honestly, what's up with the aura of timidity and fragility that surrounds our young, skilled players? If you listen to some fans, you'd think that we had all the time in the world to coddle these guys instead of expecting big things right now. Sure, these guys need time to hone their games and their skills, but in the meantime, why shouldn't we expect them to go off and set some fireworks and some signs of their great potential? Why shouldn't we expect them to take firm control of their respective positions? After all, that's why we drafted these guys, and none of them lower than the seventh in their prospective drafts. Isn't that correct? I think so. Where's our Matt Ryan? How about our Adrian Peterson or our Calvin Johnson? Who coddled those guys? Who set low expectations for them? Remember how much was made of the Chargers sitting Phillip Rivers for years before turning him loose? Well, they actually turned him loose in his third season. That's the same year Jermarcus Russell is right now. And then Phillip Rivers promptly racked up a 92-point passer rating. So there you go. Jamarcus, you don't need to be Matt Ryan, but can you at least start kicking ass in the third year like little Phil? Is that too much to ask? I don't think so. Whenever I give examples like this, folks remind me that I'm focused on the success stories of the NFL, not the failures. Well, why shouldn't I focus on success stories? Why should I expect failure over success? These guys were drafted as studs in their draft classes, each being the first taken at their respective positions. They should be ready to rock the freaking house today, not tomorrow. So take off the velvet gloves, Raider Nation. Let's play some freaking football. Let's turn the young studs loose and expect big things. Heck, demand big things from these guys. P.S., he says, I don't want to hear about this not really being Russell's third year due to his holdout. Many of those who are making the excuses for him now were telling me back then that the holdout wasn't a big deal. So you can't have it both ways. The fact is that he was drafted the very first pick in the 2007 draft. And hey, wake up. It's 2009. It's time for big things. You're damn right it's time for big things to happen. I've always believed that uh, you got to let these players go in and play. I've never been one to let someone sit on the bench. I mean, these guys have a finite window of perfection in their physical and mental status. This is football's golden hour, and you have to be ready to play, and you have to put it down your golden hour. That's the time, folks. you got to be on your game, and the best time to be on your game is in your prime, and that's right now when you're young physically and mentally capable. And uh, we got to play these guys. I say it's time for Russell. It's time for McFadden. It's time for Bush. It's time for everybody to step on up and smell the doggone roses because we're going places, folks. I'm telling you right now, we are going places. And even if I'm the only one that freaking believes it, which I doubt, we're going places, partner. And I love it. All right. And that is that. 
Well, guess what? The Kansas City Chiefs think they're going to win their division. Yeah. Ain't that some bullshit? It's on now. My village about to move the crowd. It's on now. We about to show you Buster's how. It's on now. My village about to move the crowd. It's on now. We about to show if you Buster's how. If you move the crowd, then we're about to show you how. It's over like 58 coming from the corner. Never pump fake when I'm coming up on ya. Gonna win off and rolls. Cause that blitz is what we chose And it ain't a team that I seen that can hold us with Our villains is the 58 soldiers Defense, never let them move the ball Prevent, proper pass, watch me pick them off I can't wait to put my pads on the radar Put my helmet on a hater, be the arrowhead gladiator Change the play, watch me rush around the corner Got the spirit, I'm determined, got the fans on my shoulders I'm never phased when them horses try to poop leg Just get the sack for Mr. Hunt and paint the roof red. It's red. so now, you in the red zone, clown. So get a first down. You better not even think about a touchdown. Kansas City Chiefs coming at you to get at you. Yeah, we riders like Greyhound passengers. We attack your quarterback for multiple sacks. Shut down your running back. Pick it off and run it back. Our defensive line is so quick with the blitz. It's like the return to Derek Thomas and Neil Smith. Yeah. Red dog villains touchdown when them come on. And out when them punch uh, When I catch that flea flick this this blitz click strip it clip it quick quick In a hole in the D and they fall to the D Coming to get all them QBs and D The players shouldn't even have came here tonight Yeah, we came here to fight Aiming to bring pain to your night Our team is tight, is that right? It's on now My village about to move the crowd It's on now We about to show you Buster's how It's on now My village about to move the crowd It is an article here by one of their Sports news people here on the Kansas City Star website. Of course, it's from Kansas City. They're always hoping the very best for their team. You know, it's pretty funny how other newspapers across the country and NFL teams get all the love and the Raiders still get local Bay Oh, well, man, that makes us a very special bunch, don't you think? This article was by Kent Babb, and it was entitled Believe It. This is how the Chiefs can win the AFC West in 2009. Well, curiously missing from this entire article was anything said about the Oakland Raiders. They went on to say, Denver and San Diego have to struggle for us to win. It goes on to say about Josh McDaniels and Cutler and also the recent uh, wide receiver issues that they have, which is pretty cool. They talked about San Diego and how the team has on a downward spiral as far as personnel, age, and injuries are concerned, but they have a dangerous team and they have a possibility to make a run for the playoffs again this year, which is very true. But then again, not a single word was muttered about the Oakland Raiders. They also went on to say about how Matt Castle can get into his stride. He could be a top-tier quarterback and bring the Chiefs back to their glory. How the 3-4 defense, a brand new one, may I say, uh, is starting up in Kansas City, and it'd be relatively easy for Glenn Dorsey, their star tackle, to hone his skills in this doggone <laughs> defense. I say that's a bullshit. They also go along to 
along to say Larry Johnson is going to do his part this season. Well, first, let me talk about the 3-4 defense. We tried that, and other teams have tried that. Their first season has been nothing but a debacle on the defensive side of the ball. I expect nothing less from Kansas City. I expect nothing less of their defense but to miss a lot, and I mean a lot, of Bush, McFadden, and Farkas. <laughs> a lot of tackles against our three because they're going to be running for their lives. That's a great thing. I'm glad they went to the 3-4. It makes us even better this season. I don't see how they could say that it's a key to winning the division this year. It makes me laugh. Now, they talk about someone emerging as a defensive leader. I say it doesn't really make a difference. When you change a full defense, especially from a 4-3 to a 3-4, the 4-3 players are always confused, and there's no way around it. Now. This is what one of the people who commented on this particular article said. Now, this guy was pretty smart, and he has a lot of cool things to say about the division, the AFC West, but he brings Oakland into the mix, and I'll tell you how he does it right now. He talks about Denver and San Diego struggling, and they both have holes, and they're beatable. But San Diego is no slouch. They will make it to the division win if they don't lose momentum in the beginning of the season. Now, this is what he says about Oakland. This is the funniest part of this whole comment, and it's great. Oakland, it pays me deeply to say this, is ready to make a move to win this division. Ah, he says. They started their retooling process way before the rest of us in the West and have done a good job collecting talent. Okay, I hear you all saying, but they're the Raiders and Al Davis is still alive. And yes, while that does matter, the truth is the division is up for grabs. The Raiders' schedule is most favorable in our division. They do have real talent. Every longtime Chief fan knows all about the Raiders' mystique and propensity for, excuse me, wins. Lately, it's been Raider mistake, but they're due for a turnaround, and that's not funny, especially to the Chiefs nation. (laughs) And that is from a Chiefs fan, and there were two other comments here that specifically said that this idiot left out the Oakland Raiders in a division that is really up for grabs. And I have to say that this is the first article that I've read that says the Chiefs will emerge as the, the winners in the division. I just think that that's funny. I think it's a lot of bullshit. They've got a new stadium remodel going on. They just built a new practice facility in Missouri. Big deal. The team itself is in disarray. New coaching staff, new offense, new players, new defense in a 3-4 side of the ball. I say the Chiefs are in the bottom right there next to Denver, and we, the Oakland Raiders, will be vying for the position of AFC West champions this season. Not next season, not two seasons from now, I say this season. So Kansas City Star, you're going to have to eat some Bullshit, partner, because I'm going to be there for the Chiefs game, at the Chiefs, at their home stadium, for their opener. I love it. The Oakland Raiders will take them down, down, down. And that is all I have to say about that. Samson Satelli.
Oakland Raiders center. That's right. He has a lot of positive things to say about the Raiders, and let's hear about him right now. I'm a Raider, Oakland Raider From the Bay to LA to Las Vegas Cause I'm a player, a boss player And if you make me pop your collar, shake them haters Raider Nation, Raider Nation, we have Samson Satelli at center. That's right, we shipped Jake Grove up to Miami. I don't know why they made that trade in March, but they did, because Satelli is a much better blocker and especially run blocker. He was a pass blocker specialist at the UH, but they've changed him to a run blocker, and I think with uh, Tom Cable's blocking scheme, he is going to be a champion. Now, you know Tom went after this guy with a vengeance. You know it was in the works from the beginning. And the fact that we scored this guy, he's like 23 years old, uh, is a great thing. He is Samoan, and he brings that tenacity and that battle-hardened heart to the Oakland Raiders offensive line, who he says is playing very well together. The coaching staff has been together for a while. The offensive line has been together for a while. And it looks like it's a good thing. Now, he took Miami from a 1-15. and uh, He helped to take them all the way to the playoffs. Uh, playoffs? So that's not a bad thing when you're looking at a team that had a terrible offense and all of a sudden they go to winning the division and making a run for the Super Bowl. I think that's a great player. I'm glad we got him. And the fact that he's happy with Oakland is another good thing. I think him and Tom Cable have a great relationship, and it's going to pay off huge dividends for the Raiders in the coming future here uh, this season. Without any doubt, that will happen right away. You know, he's been working hard to learn the playbook, and if everything goes correctly, he will be the man in the middle taking care of business for Bush, McFadden, and Fargus. And that's when those off-tackle runs are going to pay off. And I can't wait to see those actually work for a change. Because quite honestly, I didn't think uh, Jake Rove was the Rice Krispies in the bowl, if you know what I'm saying. He wasn't making things snap, crackle, and pop for me. I don't know about anybody else, but he was a very average center at best. I think Satelli has the skills, the tenacity, the attitude to make this position really viable for the Oakland Raiders. Now, we need a good center. We've had good centers in all our championship games. We definitely need one now. I think we've cured this problem, and I think he's going to be the man to show the run game the direction this year and on our way to a winning season. That's right. You heard it from me, a winning season. So, Samson Tatele, you are a Raider. And now that you've been through the first camps, you're going to come into training camp and see what it's really like to be in the silver and black, which leads me to say there's been some great things going on here. Kirk Morrison did a, a recent interview uh, pretty cool uh, about how he feels about the team, how he feels about the team when it came back, how it felt. Uh, Morrison was saying when he came, when the team came back in 1995 and he was still a civilian, he sat in the black hole. His parents, his whole family are diehard Raider Nation. And it's cool that he could sit in the black hole, check out the Raiders, and then in the future play for the Raiders. So he says the uh, the the idea of 
looking back at the black hole and seeing those seats and seeing those fans and actually being in the black hole, watching the Raiders play, wanting them to win. What a combination that is, Raider Nation. Can you imagine that? What a great story to tell. And the fact that he's living it is a great thing. And as a fan, I love to hear it because it just, it just solidifies not that I didn't already know it, but it just solidifies my opinion of Kirk Morrison as a true Raider. And he is silver and black to the core. You got to believe it. You got to know it. And you got to love the fact that he is all about the Oakland Raiders. And that is a great thing for our team as far as defense leadership on the defense this season. I'm loving it. Even as a young guy, I dreamed that someday uh, I had a dream that I would build the finest organization in professional sports. And uh, the opportunity came to me in the early 60s to take the Raiders and make that into the finest organization that professional sports has ever had. I dreamed that uh, we would have the finest players, finest coaches, greatest coaches. We play in the greatest games. I got one thing to say in this show, and it's this. Happy frickin' birthday, Al Davis. That's right. It's Al Davis' birthday on the 4th of July. How fitting. I'll be fitting for a man who has pioneered the NFL in every aspect, from assistant player personnel, scout, assistant coach, coach, league commissioner, owner, operator, free thinker. The man has made strides in race and gender way before it was fashionable. Al Davis, the best owner in sports, period sets himself apart from any other owner in the NFL with such a varied history and rich tradition of committing to excellence and building football teams for victory. Mr. Davis has done some tremendous things. He's taken this team to 17 playoff runs, AFL championship in 1967, and three Super Bowls. All was done by Al Davis. He is in the Hall of Fame for a reason. No other owner in NFL history has come close to his contributions. And I believe no other owner will ever come close to his dedication to his team. The Oakland Raiders are Al Davis. They are one and the same, inseparable. Some fans like to say that they can't wait till he's in the grave. Some fans like to say that he's lost it. Some fans like to say that it's over for Al. I say no. I say this is his team. This is his life. And this man can do whatever he wants with his franchise because he's done a pretty goddamn good job of it so far. Al Davis, still a free thinker, still a renegade, still clutching his team in his hands. Happy birthday, Al, from the Raider Nation podcast. Happy birthday, and thank you for all the memories. Some of the best games in NFL film history are in silver and black, my friends. And that is directly related to Al Davis, who put commitment to excellence on the map. And just win, baby. Ain't just a phrase to Al Davis. It's a way of life. I want to thank Al for all he's done 
and pray that he stays around for a very long time. Although frustrating, Al Davis, yes, frustrating is an understatement to a lot of us, including myself. He's flipped me out more than anybody, more than my wife, which is very hard to say. (laughs) But man, he is the man. He is the ruler of the kingdom of the Raiders. And when he goes, it will be a very, very sad day. But until that day, happy birthday, Al. God bless you and live for another 100 years. God bless it. We'd love to see it happen. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, without further ado, we'll hit the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. I know you guys are sick and tired. I know you guys are sick and tired of no football. I know you guys are bored, but uh, you know what? It's coming around the corner, folks. It's going to come around the corner before you know it, and we start winning. It's going to be insane, and I feel it coming, man. I really do this year. I really feel it. I hate to keep saying it, man, but I do. It'll be let down if we don't have some kind of progress. I think we're going to. I think, like Kirk Morrison said, man, we got the last three games of that season. We showed actually the last six games we played very well, played good football. That shows the the, the core of our team. You know, the, the beatdown of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was just the icing on the cake. I think that's what really sent us to the next level, and I think we're going to start off on the next level when we kick the shit out of the charless, nutless, boltless Chargers. All right, 1-800-620-7181. Throwing your bones and letting it all out for the nation to hear, man, from all over, from Maine to Missouri, from Florida to California. All you guys are in there, and it's a great thing to see. It's a great thing to, to hear you guys' opinion. I love it! So let's go. Who's first on the bone line this week? We have Raider Boy from Wiley, Texas. Let's have some wisdom, brother. Yeah, this is Raider Boy from Wiley, Texas. Just wanted to say that uh, very excited about the signing of Greg Ellis, being the fact that I live here in Texas and have to deal with the idiocracy, if you will, of the Cowboys, who are part of the Antichrist of America, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, signing Greg Ellis will be great. Very, very familiar with him over the past couple of years, and... Uh, knowing what he has to offer. Uh, he was a very, very big reason why DeMarcus Ware was able to get so many sacks uh, through the last couple of years. So hopefully we'll use him in the proper way and uh, let him line up on the end and not make him a linebacker. But I think he'll be able to uh, be quite a little pass rusher. So just wanted to leave that. Uh, Raider Greg, appreciate your your show there. Randy, you guys do a great job. And uh, Mr. Raider Boy out. Well, coming from Texas, you know a lot about Greg Ellis. I'm sure you've heard his name a lot around those parts, and we hope to see his name and lights up here in Oakland. Three-year contract sounds like a good deal. I'm looking forward to him becoming a real defensive end, the position he is naturally suited to, and kick some Azulito. And we'll see the Cowgirls in preseason, and I think we'll put him down, if you know what I'm talking about. Thanks for the call, my brother. Keep him coming, man. Keep him coming. All right, who's next? We have Raider Jaime from Bakersfield. What you got to say, brother? 
Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is uh, Raider Jaime from Bakersfield. Hey, I'm uh, calling in and uh, trying to get uh, your take on uh, the Raiders signing uh, Greg Ellis. Um, so you think um, they're going to be departing with um, with Burgess? I mean, I, I guess that's why they picked up that veteran, huh? So um, give me your thoughts on that or your takes. Uh, peace. Well, Raider Jaime, this is a deal. I hope that they keep Burgess. I hope they do because he's a great bookend to Greg Ellis. And I think the two of them together in the end on a 4-3 defense would be a nasty, nasty end piece. And I think the pass rush will be on. Uh, I hope Marshall is a way to keep Burgess in check on this last contract year and, and keep him here and see what the defense can do because I think those two people together – would make a fabulous tandem. So I hope that Burgess doesn't go. However, a lot of people say he is going, but it would be really, really beneficial for the Raiders if he doesn't go because he's got plenty left, partner, plenty. Thanks for the call, brother. All right, who's next? We have Raider Joe from Ohio. That's a great place to come from, brother. What you got to say, man? What is up, Raider Peg and Raider Randy? It is Raider Joe in Columbus, Ohio, via San Diego, calling yet again. Going to keep this one even shorter and sweeter. I just got two things real quick, but I got to make my weekly call into the nation, keep everybody up to date, and uh, just see how everything's going. Uh, first and foremost, I wanted to talk about another great signing, in my opinion, Greg Ellis' three-year deal. That is a, that's a big deal. Um, I think, another quality player. Uh, he's a limited veteran. He knows how to play. He knows how to get other guys to play. Um, he's the guy that the Cowboys took instead of Randy Moss in that draft. Um, so it shows you how highly they thought of Greg Ellis. Um, but first and foremost, he's going to be a good pass rusher. He's going to hopefully be a great pass rusher and uh, show some of the uh, younger guys and some of the other guys have to do it, and perhaps maybe that that does signify the end of uh, Derek Burgess. I don't know, but if Burgess isn't happy, then that's fine. You know, I want I want dude to want to play for the Raiders on the Raiders. I don't you know want controversy. I don't want guys wanting. They don't want to be here. That's fine. Let's get them out of here. Let's get guys in here that do want to be here. Um, I'd much prefer that. You know, I think Derek Burgess is incredibly talented. But, you know, he's probably not going to give it his all if he's not happy, and I just don't want to deal with that. And second, and this is even more important in my opinion, I don't know if you've seen this 49ers blog, I believe. Um, I was gonna, I'm going to put the, uh, the link on the uh, forum here um, if somebody hasn't already posted it. Uh, 49ers camp, Michael Crabtree, uh, Mike Solitary got Michael Crabtree to cry. Uh, Michael Crabtree was crying because he didn't want to run drills because the doctors told him that, you know, he doesn't have to run yet or whatever his junk is. And uh, Mike Solitary wasn't having it, had him run. Just run. Not uh, not not run routes, not anything. Just, you know, run. And uh, Crabtree started crying like the bitch that he is and the prima donna that he is. And so all you Raider fans who wanted Michael Crabtree, this is just a sign of things to come. I'm telling you, that guy is more trouble than he is worth. He's a joke. He is not an NFL receiver. He is a fantastic college receiver. 
and that's all well and good, but unfortunately, um, that's not how we play the game, and uh, I think this is a sign of things to come. I think it's uh, going to be hilarious, and I think that, uh, you know, as Raider fans living in the Bay Area, you are lucky that you're going to get to be so close to seeing uh, Michael Crabtree make a jackass of himself week after week after week and bring that team down, and you get to just sit back and laugh and see what happens. Oh, and one last comment, by the way. Um, what's up with the, the the Broncos, who are clearly imploding with Cutler and with Marshall and with all this stuff going down, Pat Bowen, Josh McDaniels, um, and no one really says anything about Pat Bowen or or uh, Josh McDaniels or anything like that. You know, they talk about Marshall, talk about Cutler, you know, and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, again, my my point being, if this were the Raiders, if this was happening on the Raiders, it would be what a shitty organization this is, how in complete disarray we are, what a moron Al is, how he's completely lost touch, he's, his game has passed him by, he's, all this junk. But since it's the Broncos, you know, no one says anything about Pat Bowen. No one says I mean, it's, it's an absolute joke. And uh, it just cracks me up. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm just curious as to your take on that, Ray Greg. Uh, I hope uh, I will see you guys soon when I come to the nation. Um, I am getting ready and fired up for all these games. I will call you back next week. I love you, Nation. I am out. Raider Joe comes in again. Very cerebral. Good takes. Greg Ellis is a great pickup. Uh, I think Burgess wants to play for the Raiders. I just don't think the Raiders are giving him any love as far as money goes. I think that's the the, the case more so than his attitude. So uh, He's a good guy, man. I think Burgess plays through a lot of stuff, and I think – if the defense starts playing well, he'll step up his his uh, effort for sure. Uh, I have no doubt about it. So Burgess is a good man. I wish they would just pay him and get it over with or at least promise to pay him something because he deserves the money. He's a good player, and I think he really wants to be in Oakland, but he didn't get much love from the Raiders, so that's the situation there. Now, let's look at something else. Yes, of course, Bat Bullen's not going to get – any bullshit from the mainstream media because he is part of the machine. That whole organization has been sucking the ass out of sports media for so long that they can't see the forest through the doggone trees. That's right. And uh, they'll never get the hate that the Raiders get. I don't really give a shit about it because, honestly, I love being the bad guy. Bring it, mothers. That's what I say. And I could care less whether they respect us or not, because when we start kicking their ass, they'll respect us plenty good. Trust me. Thanks for the call, brother. We'll see you next time. Keep them coming. You know, Joe. Okay, who's next? We have, from the UK, the Surface Radar. What do you got to say, my brother? Hey, Radar Nation. Radar Greg. It's, uh, it's the Surface Radar here. And a WTF moment. Greg Ellis, what the fuck are they thinking there? I mean, just when you think, you look at everything that we've been doing so far and you can see a pattern and you think, I know where they're going this time and I like what they're doing. And they go and get a guy like that in. I mean, I don't know what your view on this is and everybody else's. And obviously, I hope it works out for us. But fucking hell, that's stupid. The only person Greg Ellis is interested in is Greg Ellis. He's another one of these guys, I reckon, who just wants to take Al's money and then fuck the team. Anyway. That's all i got to say. I hope it works out, like I said. Anybody who turns up and wants to play for us gets our vote, but we'll wait and see. Thanks for the podcast. Keep it up, guys, and go Raiders. Surface Raider, I'm out.
Well, I'll tell you this. It was a good signing. And I mean almost borderline great signing. Because this guy is a pass rushing animal. And the Cowboys never really used him to his full potential. They made him a linebacker. He has not been happy ever since. That's one thing. He's going to come and play at his natural position, which is defensive end, which is a good thing. And he wasn't used up in Dallas. Matter of fact, he had plenty of rest there. The guy's got plenty left in the tank. He's a monster. And I think he will play very hard for the Oakland Raiders because they're not going to let him get away with it. We've got a good linebacking core. We've got a lot of good things going on. And I think this signing was very purposeful. And I think they had some good insight on this character. And I think he has character. So let's let him play. He's a Raider now. And we got to take care of business. Thanks for the call, my brother. And that's what I feel about that. Who's next? We have the Raider Maniac from Central Illinois. Bears country. That's right. Let's hear it, brother. What you got to say? Hey, Raider Greg. This is Raider Maniac calling again from Central Illinois. First of all, I'd like to say great job as always. And secondly, I was listening to the podcast last week, and uh, I got to give my props to the caller from Hostile Territory. Uh... I myself live in hostile territory and been a few road venues wearing my Raiders George Atkinson jersey to a Bucks Bears game. Even though the Raiders weren't playing, I still wore my George Atkinson there. Uh, I got a lot of shit for that, but hey, that's what you got to do. You got to represent no matter where you're at. And then I've been to the Rams Stadium where a guy looked at me like he wanted to kill me. You know, he had to get over that shit. The Rams whooped our ass anyway that day, the year we went to the Super Bowl. But anyway, I'd like to congratulate the Raiders on another possible great move by picking up Greg Ellis. He should help our defense. I mean, hell, we need help on the D-line anyway, so couldn't hurt. As far as Andrew Walter, I've been a supporter just like yourself all these years for him. I just hope that when the Raiders cut him, he does get a shot somewhere, and it's a fair shot because he never really got one in Oakland. Whenever he was the starter, you know, our offensive line was like Swiss cheese. He didn't stand a chance. Plus, he had Randy Moss dropping balls on him on purpose. But now we got Charlie Fry. Wow. He'll just be on the clipboard. For the other two guys, that's all he'll be doing. I don't know why they picked him up, but must have been cheap. Other than that, I don't have a lot else to say. Go Raiders! Well, I got to tell you, Greg Ellis was a great pickup. You know why? I've told everybody a million times, but we need defensive linemen like crazy. He's a great stopgap. He's a great pass rusher and a good run stopper. So we need this guy. He's going to make the uh, defensive line much stronger no matter what. And screw the Ram fans anyway because they had to share a stadium with the Raiders. There was all this kind of hatred there. And, uh, well, that's okay. They're just the lambs of the NFL anyway. And as far as Walter goes, man, you're absolutely right. The guy never had a chance. He's a great quarterback. Somebody has got to give him a good shot because he will show how good he is. He had like 76 sacks. 
76 or 67. I'm not sure exactly, but it was a lot of pummeling he he took when he played. And I think Al Davis saw that, and I think that's why Al Davis kept him on the payroll, and Al's letting him have an opportunity now to do his own thing. I think that's the understanding, and I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to let him go to another team. Good for him, and good luck, Andrew, because I know his heart was here in Oakland. I'm telling you, I talked to the kid on more than one occasion, and he really likes his team. He just never got a chance. That's it. All righty, who's next? Well, Raider Nation, we have a special treat for you. Yes, a very special caller, and he is the Raider Hater. That's what he says. Listen to this punk-ass bitch squeal. This is a Raider Hater from Iowa. I'm a Steelers fan, and I hate you people out there. You guys think you're going to have a good team, but when you get six Super Bowl titles, then you can talk. Have a good day. Hate the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six Super Bowl rings. Whatever. Whatever from Ohio. Aren't you a Browns fan? You probably, 10 different fans before you became a Steeler fan because now they're at the top of the heap. Yeah, well, jump off your bandwagon, Padna, because next year they're going to be another Super Bowl champion. We'll see what kind of fan you are then or who you're a fan of then, bitch. All right, let's move on. We have a new caller. Raider Steve from Tahoe. That's local, folks. Very local. What's going on, Steve? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Raider Steve from Tahoe. I just found your ass on the net, and I downloaded your podcast, and you guys are the shit. Love you guys. Keep up the good work. That's all I wanted to say. And go Raiders. Thanks for the props, brother. We always appreciate it. Thanks for the call as well. Go Raiders. That's what I'm talking about. Good job, man. Who's next? We have the Hillbilly Raider. That's right. And we're, we hear you from Iowa. I love it. All right, Hillbilly Raider, what you got to say, brother? This is the Hillbilly Raider from Muscatine, Iowa, and I'm so happy. Woo! The Raiders are going to win the division this year. They're going to do good. Amazing. I can't wait for the season. Go Raiders! Can't wait to see you in KC! You know we're going to be there in KC with the rest of the Raider Nation. And we roll big. That's how we roll. We roll big. All right, who's next? We have a veteran caller. Raider Mike from Gainesville, Florida, man. Guy's got a lot of wisdom. Let's hear what you got to say, my brother. Raider Greg, Raider Mike in Gainesville, Florida. Hey, giving you a call. I know it's been a while since I called in. Uh, didn't really have um, too much to say until now, I guess. But uh, I know OTAs are officially over with, and based on what I've seen, the Raiders look okay. Um, it's look like, you know, we've done some good things. And uh, I guess the thing that I'm really impressed with is Jamarcus is finally stepping up to be the leader who we need him to be. Um, I like the fact that he's now 
calling all the receivers to come practice with him at a isolated location away from everybody so they can get their time and then get their routes down and everything. So that's great. And uh, if that continues, um, you know, if he does that, and they, you know, that's going to build up a good relationship in the season. And, you know, our season basically depends on Jay Ruffs. I mean, how far he takes us. If our offense comes around and he steps up and be a leader and, you know, he showed promising signs last year that, you know, everybody was talking about, all these Raider haters talking about how, you know, he really has come around. But as the season progressed last year, I saw improvement. Um, only thing he needed to improve on is just basically some more timing and a little bit more maturity issues. But as far as skills and reading defenses better and everything, I saw that throughout the year. Especially, you know, of course, our last two wins. I mean, he seemed to read the progressions and knew his check downs and everything. So, also, my second point, I guess, uh, the Greg Ellis signing, that's a great signing. Um, kind of surprised at that, I guess, in a way, because, you know, Raiders haven't gone after any big names and been kind of quiet, which has been good. Um, but I heard Ellis wanted to come to us because of the 4 3 scheme, and he knew how to, he had a chance to start here. I'm not sure if that, what that spells for Derek Burgess, they're saying that, you know, he could be traded, but um, it hasn't happened now, and it may not. I don't know. But it would be great if we can keep both of them and maybe make uh, Burgess kind of come off the bench on third down situations. That way he can be a little bit more healthy and have more little pep in the step. So that would be great. Whatever way they're going to do it, I'm not sure. And Trevor Scott, you know, I'm sure he's he's bulked up a little bit. So he can, you know, learn how to stop the run real better. So should be interesting as far as the defensive end spot. Um, my last point is I was just looking on Raiders.com, and I saw Jerry Rice out there at OTAs. Now, I'm not in the Bay Area or California anymore, but it seems to me he's more Raider than a Niner. I mean, the last couple of years I've heard he's been going and seeing that he's been coming to Raiders training camp, um, OTAs, or any, like, off-season activity, he's, he's there, and he was actually there to um, give the receivers encouragement and give them um, support. He says we got a good core of receivers, and it's going to be, they're going to be good, so um, they showed him, you know, shaking hands with DHB and Lewis Murphy, our two rookies, so I know DHB, his idol is Jerry Rice, and hopefully, you know, in years to come, maybe, you know, he could be somewhat like Jerry Rice or Tim Brown, of course the two best receivers of all time. We'll see. Um, I think we can win this division. We just got to, you know, if we can set a statement and beat the Chargers on Monday night, I think that could set the tone for the rest of the season. But I'm not worried about Denver. They're crumbling any, day by day now with uh, Brandon Marshall asking for a trade. So if he leaves, good. I mean, that's just going to be even better for us. And, you know, the Chiefs, I'm not worried about them. They're, you know, they got a couple good picks. I mean, they're still long ways away, you know. Um, so this division is up for grabs. It's just a matter of us taking it. And I think the players know it, and I think that's why Jamarcus Russell is heading in that direction to try to be a leader of this organization. I think we can do it. Anyway, Raider Greg, all my Raider family out there, uh, you know, Raider Nation for life. Peace. You know what I got to say about Greg Ellis? That signing was good. Uh, as far as uh, Jamarcus Russell goes, I got to give the guy the benefit. I think he's going to come out. He's got to shine this year. There's no doubt about it. So I'm just considering it done. I think he's a done deal. I think he's stepping up to the plate. I think he does smell the 
AFC West and his in his possibilities this season. And I think he's going to do a great job. As far as Jerry Rice goes, the 49ers have dissed him a couple of times when he's wanted to go there and coach. He's wanted to help the 49ers on more than one occasion, and they have turned their red and gold ass on him. So you know what? Al Davis loves him. He's got a great relationship with Al. He does. He's more than welcome there in the Raiders camp, and he knows it. He's not welcome in the 49ers camp, and that's fine with me because what else could you expect from the best receiver in football than great teaching? And I'm glad that he's here in Oakland, and I think he's done a great job with our receivers. And don't don't be surprised if he turns into a coach here in Oakland. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Thanks for the call, man. I know we're going in the right direction. I think we do have a chance to win the division. And I am pumped to see it happen. Thank you, brother. All right, who's next? We have Obi-Wan Raider. What you got to say, brother? What is up, Raider Nation? This is Obi-Wan Raider. I just want to wish all my fellow Raider brethren out there a happy Father's Day. Same to you, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. And just want to encourage all the Raider dads out there to make this year uh, a year where you continue to drive home the ideals of the Raider family. Showing your kids the history, letting them read about it online, showing them the old videos, showing them the old DVDs, and let these kids know that the Raiders aren't what the media portrays them to be the last six years that there's plenty of pride and poise and character throughout our existence. Um, on a separate note, really don't have too much this week. Just uh, I like the signing of Greg Ellis, and I like the fact that um, Jamarcus, whether he did it on his own or, co- or is coerced to do it, is um, trying to get the tight ends and the wide receivers together. Um, maybe he's finally realizing that, hey, yeah, you can make all the money you want sitting on the bench, but you're going to lose street cred with your boys if you're not out there being a starting quarterback and you give up your job to someone else. I'd much rather see him work his ass off and lose it because he didn't do well rather than it just being taken from him like some in the media want Garcia just to be the starter. On that note, Raider Nation, have a good Father's Day. God bless and one love. As always, win, lose, or tie. Oakland Raider fan till I die, and I'm out. Well, happy belated Father's Day to everybody. I dropped the ball with this one like I do all the time. Happy Father's Day to everyone, especially you, my brother. And as far as raising your kids the Raider way, you know all the Raider families out there. They're all out there doing their part. They, we talk about it at our house, about the history and the greatness of the Raiders. Uh, we have I have Raider kids, all of them. They take the abuse at school, and you know what I'm saying, and it just makes them tougher and better able to deal with assholes. And you know what I mean by that. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it all the time. Thank you, Obi-Wan. Raider. All right, who's next? We have the Western New York Raider on the line. Well, let us have some wisdom, brother. Let us have it. Raider Craig, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Western New York Raider calling in. 
Hey, just want to come up with some uh, quick comments and let it get back to the Raider Nation. Um, first and foremost, I don't know how anybody really can criticize Keith Davis for what he has to say about Jamarcus Russell and Jeff Garcia. I mean, this guy is a professional football player, and he has been attending the OTAs and uh, probably defending passes both against Garcia and Jamarcus Russell. So the guy kind of knows a little bit of what he's talking about. He's a professional athlete, he's a professional football athlete. So um, to question his take on OTAs and how Jamarcus Russell's performing and, and Garcia's performing, I would trust a little bit more than the uh, average armchair fan. Um, Garcia probably at this moment is the most qualified, most seasoned quarterback to win for the Raiders, and I think that's what Davis's uh, comment was based in. Uh, Jamarcus Russell hasn't had a sharp OTA, and I believe that he was just bringing that up. And I, I would really have to question um, anybody that didn't think that Garcia had a better OTA than than uh, Jamarcus Russell. Um, second of all, Cable is doing a great job, and I totally agree with what you said in the last podcast about how the team is gelling. It's it's looking great. I mean, we've made some great free agent acquisitions, uh, kept a lot of our own key players. Uh, the staff that he's brought in, they're getting high marks, probably one of the few uh, reviews or criticisms or, uh, I guess, media uh, support of the Raiders is through the coaching staff that uh, Cable has assembled. So everything's looking great. Yeah, we are gelling. Um, once again, I believe the only weak link for the Raiders is Jamarcus Russell. That man, that quarterback, is the key to the Raiders' success. No question about it. We will be competitive in the AFC West. We will be competitive in the NFL. But it all depends whether or not we win even the AFC Championship, uh, AFC West Championship, all depends on how Jamarcus Russell performs. That's it. Raider Nation, love ya. Out. Well, my brother, first let me say that Jamarcus Russell, this will be his third actual season, and he has to come to play. He has to play better, and he has to do better. And as far as the comparison with uh, with Jeff Garcia, well, I just think they're two completely different quarterbacks that played two completely different styles of football, and maybe he's more used to playing that style, and that's why he likes uh, Garcia more. I don't know. I just don't think Russell's a bad quarterback. I think he's a greatness waiting to bloom, and it's going to happen this season. That's for sure. I got to tell you, that is for sure. Uh, and as far as a weak link on the team, I just don't think he's a weak link. I think he proved that last season. I think Garcia also makes the link of quarterback even stronger. And I think there's other places in our team that are weak links. I think our safety position is a weak link, and we have to solidify that. I think that our outside linebacker position has been a weak link for some time. We have to do something about that. And our defensive line, quite honestly, has needed some help, and that's a weak link as well, uh, being so poor in the run defense angle. So there's other weak links that are much more pressing than quarterback. I think that's a link that we have pretty solid right now, especially with the Garcia signing. I think we solidified that position. It's not a position I'm going to worry about. So thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it very much. And you know, that's how I feel about it. So who's next? We have a new caller, the Bloodline Raider. What you got to say, man? 
Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? This is uh, Bloodline Raider from Texas. Uh, I just want to call in the first time I'm calling and say what's up to Raider Greg. I like y'all's inside and what you're doing. It's real cool. It helps me get through my day because I'm walking 12 miles a day carrying mail. And anyway, it kind of makes an hour go by pretty fast. Anyway, I just want to say uh, what's up. I've been a Raider fan my whole life. I got a big, giant Raider shield on my arm, which is why I'm Bloodline Raider because I got it running through my veins. Anyway, I'll call in and, uh, next time. Just want to say what's up and introduce myself. Peace out. Another new caller coming from Texas, man. Tough, tough place to be a Raider fan. I know that because they love their football. They are very passionate about it. And you sporting the Raiders on your sleeve, your skin, that is, is awesome. And the fact I'm sure you get all kinds of crap orama from the local fan base around there, Thanks for the call, man. Keep calling. Keep listening. I'm glad that we can bring the Raider Nation home, brother. And you know that for sure. All right. Who's next? We have Raider John in severely hostile territory. What you got to say, brother? Hey, Raider Nation. This is Raider John calling from the capital city of Ohio, Columbus, Ohio sandwiched in between two crappy teams in Cincy and Cleveland, and my family's full of uh, Steeler pride. I just can't stand it. The One Nation member and a sea of Steeler badness. Don't like it. Trust me. You wouldn't either. Just giving a shout-out to all the Raiders. Hope this season's going to be good. We've got a little schedule here. Can't wait to take down the Chargers. Just, oh, I really hate the Chargers. <laughs> and just like Raider Greg always says on the podcast, I love it. And I'm a first-time caller, long-time listener. Might as well throw that in there. Go Raiders! Raider John, long-time listener, first-time caller. Great call, brother. Keep them coming. And you know hostile territory there is even more intense when they're winning. And the Steeler bandwagon is full. That's right, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. All them closet Steeler fans will fold up their tents and blow away when they disappear into the darkness under the radars that are coming up, brother, and you can believe that for show. So wear your silver and black, brother. Wear it proudly because there are thousands of Raider fans in Ohio, and just find yourself a fan club and hook yourself in because the nation is everywhere. Thanks for the call, my brother. All right, who's next? We have the one, the only, the Crusader Raider. From across the bay, man, this guy is rocking. What you got to say, Keith? Let's hear it. Hello, Raider Nation. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you from London, England. And that's right, we just can't wait to get on the road again. Heading to New York here in October, as Big uh, Raider Dave said on the last show, uh, where we're going to tie up with a lot of New York Giants fans and hopefully a lot of the members of the Raider Nation in October when we go visit Giants Stadium. Uh, and then the big one, when we head into Oakland this year a day early. We're normally coming on a Thursday, but we're flying in on Wednesday the 11th of November. Uh, so have an extra day with you guys in, in Oakland. Get over the, the jet lag quicker 
um, get tie up together as many of us to get a table maybe at the crab feed at the Blintnikoff on the 13th for the Blintnikoff crab feed. Then we're heading down for the Chiefs game on the 15th before the 17th of November when Big Dave flies back to London and I get on the road again, this time down to LA to tie up and meet up with uh, my friends and members of the Raider Nation in the, the high desert uh, to spend some time with my friends and family for Thanksgiving. So it's a busy schedule, lots of plans coming along. We're hoping to meet up with as many of you guys as possible on this trip. And uh, Raider Greg, get that planning party planner hat on. Have a word with the Charmaniac. I'm sure Big Dave would love a round of golf and I wouldn't mind coming up and seeing uh, what it's like off the coast up there uh, or popping into Sebastopol, wherever. Just come up and meet up and uh, do some partying with you guys because uh, uh, we miss you guys here as well in, 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 in London. And talking about sort of meeting up with friends and family, if any of you guys are on Facebook, go to Radio Greg's uh, page on, on Facebook. Click on the link there to, to become a, a friend of the Crusader Raider on Facebook and uh, we can have a chat on that, that medium as well and keep together. And if you look on there at the last weekend, we had a gangster party here in London where we had over 70 uh, friends and family, uh, many NFL fans, many Raider fans uh, partying with us here uh, at our house, uh, Crusader Raider gangster style. And uh, there's some real great pictures on there uh, of, of the international Raider nation together. And I'm sure Grizz Jones and the 66 mob would be proud of the international uh, mob here in London. Um, looking forward to the Raid Nation podcast Fantasy League. I've signed up now. Big Dave's going to sign up as well. We hope you guys are going to be a bit uh, kind to us rookies as we look forward to the draft in August and obviously planning our teams and everything else. You've all got the upper hand at the moment, but that won't last for long. Once we get the knack of it, then watch out, boys, because you never know. The Tariff went to Scotland last year. Why can't it stay this side of the pond? We will see. Well, that's uh, about it for, for now. As I say, can't wait to get on the road again. Uh, looking forward to seeing all you guys uh, make the plans because we're going to be on the road again real soon with you guys in Oaktown. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, and I'm out. The life I love is making music with my friends. The nation has heard it, man. November 11th, get ready. Get down. We're going to party. And Dave, you want to play some golf? We got you handled, partner. And Keith, I know you want to do some wine tasting. We'll handle that too. Whatever you guys want to do, we'll make some plans. You know what's going to be happening. And I saw some pictures on the Facebook of your mob party. That looked fun, man. I wish I could have gone to that. That looked really fun. You guys look like you throw a quite a bash and some great fans there, some great friends. It looked like a really good time. We can't wait for you guys to get here because you know we love to party with you guys. I'm telling you, Raider Nation, you guys got to make it here for that game uh, in November against the Chiefs. You got to meet Keith Dave. They're going to be here. They're great fans, and they're great friends as well. We can't wait to see you. All right, we got one more caller. Who could it be? Let's see. We have Rada, David K. From the NJ. That's New Jersey. For all of you who don't know, welcome, brother. What you got to say? Hey, this is Raider David K. From the NJ here on the East Coast. 
Hey, Raider, Greg, I got to tell you, this, this, uh, this show has really got me going. I was a little down, but now with all the positive comments coming from you guys and all across the nation, I'm psyched. In fact, I got to thank you because I'm coming out there on the 8th. I'm packing up my family, my wife, my two kids. I'm coming out on the 7th, and I'm going to go to that Fan Appreciation Day and loving it, loving it. Psyched. Can't wait. It's going to be great. With the two games last year, Going to the Eagle game this year out there. Going to the Giant game out here. And I'll tell you, I live in Eagle land, the homos that they are. And I'll end with what I like to say to them. Eagle fans, how many Super Bowls have you got? Nada! Raider David K from the NJ, out! Man, oh man, you go into the Raider Nation celebration, we definitely got to hook up and have a beer before we get into the Coliseum. We'll be there. Randy and I will be there. Make sure you get a hold of us. You can get a hold of me on the website. Send me an email so that we can get your phone number. I'll give you mine so that we can hook up at the show because it's a great time, and you'll see a lot of cool stuff there. So thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it, and I can't wait to see you, meet you and the family there at the Coliseum. It'll be a great time. We'll make sure that you have one. Well, Raider fans, this is Raider Greg. Of course, it's a great time of year to reflect. Reflect on where we've been, where we're going. Mainly on where we're going. Don't buy into the bullshit of the Chiefs or the massive bullshit of the Broncos or, yet again, the major pile of stinky bullshit from the Chargers because it's all going to mean nothing when the Raiders blow them out this season with a new and improved team. I can hardly wait. I can hardly wait to see all you guys. So this is going to be our summer hiatus for a while. And so don't forget, we're coming back. We're coming back with a vengeance, too, when the training camp starts. So for all you fans out there, thank you for the support. All you bone line callers, keep them coming. Don't be afraid. Lay the line down because, you know, the nation loves to hear the nation. This is Raider Greg, and I am out.